Welcome back to Podcast 7 of 2023. I'm your host, Kiev O'Neill. You can follow me on Twitter at OBKiev. Follow us at The Ozbreakers. Follow us on social media slash The Ozbreakers. This episode is being brought to you by BetMGM. For an up to $1,500 sign-up bonus, please visit theozbreakers.com slash betnow. Terms, conditions, and location apply. If you'd like to support The Ozbreakers and benefit from our premium plays, Please visit theazbreakers.com, click shop, and become a member. Pick any for winning cappers. Get the premium plays before the line moves. You can also support us on patreon.com. And if nothing else, please visit theazbreakers and become a free picks and telegram subscriber. What a crazy weekend of football, my friends. Looks like the usual suspects kind of won out this weekend. Uh, Detroit, <clears throat> hot all year. Probably should have uh, finished with 13 wins, uh, minus that Dallas officiating debacle. But either way, it's them and San Francisco, the true top two teams in the NFC. And then you have Kansas City and Baltimore. Big shocker with Kansas City, right? Uh, Mahomes, Kelsey, Pacheco, (laughs) you know. I thought that they should have won this game by a lot more than Nicole Hardman fumble. That was absolutely insane, fumbling through the end zone. I've always said that that rule's got to change. Any forward fumble from the offense should be brought back to the spot of the fumble. That way you're not rewarding them either for gaining five or six extra yards or whatever it is on a fumble. I think it's silly to do that. Time to change that rule, but either way, it really affected this game. They put Put the Bills right back in it, but, I mean, the good thing is that the Chiefs' defense held up enough, and the Bills, well, <laughs> their defense is terrible. <laughs> and uh, the reason it's terrible is because of all the injuries. To be honest with you, if they were completely healthy, the Bills are a better team than the Kansas City Chiefs, probably win by four to six points at least. But this is the situation that they had with all of the massive injuries, and that really slowed them down. It was just too many injuries in the linebackers in the secondary. So I had to bet the Chiefs at two and a half and uh, went through and really happy our teaser hit as well with Tampa Bay teased all the way up to the uh, 13 and a half with the seven point teaser and I had Kansas City up to 10. I also gave out a six point teaser as a free play that hit by a half point being that Detroit uh, let Tampa Bay score that touchdown. But here we are. We have conference playoffs. And after this segment, I'm going to get right into a first look at these conference championship games. This segment was brought to you by AG1. Why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder and water once a day? Every scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients of high quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support, boosted energy, and even healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash oddsbreakers or click on our podcast episode description. 
the good, the bad, and the ugly from the weekend. And not a ton, obviously, not a ton of games. But starting with the good, the books getting middled on that Ravens total was really good. Sharp Money put that thing under 44 and a half. The books moved it all the way down to 43 and a half, 43 in some books. And then I kind of noticed the wind isn't quite as bad as what they were saying. It was bad, but not quite as bad. Lamar Jackson's Lamar. He gets yards on his feet. Uh, the Texans need to score 14 points. Well, at least they scored 10. And uh, this thing ended up in uh, 44 points. So it was perfect. I took the over. I took a Ravens team total over that somehow my Telegram channel did not properly put out. Uh, so I have to go back and recount for that. But either way, it was uh, an awesome thing to see when the books get exposed like that. Uh, Kentucky overs are really good in college basketball. You know, I uh, noticed that college basketball, is, some of these teams are just going over no matter what. <laughs> Kentucky's one of the top teams for overs this year. And here we are again, Kentucky's total going over they don't play a ton of defense it's just all run 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 and uh that's just the way they do it it's uh calipari's offense but now it's even more significant they kind of really abandon d it's gonna bite them one of these games coming up here another good tampa going for two while down eight now there is a lot of people holding Tampa plus six and a half so that at least gave you a chance if they kicked the extra point it would have been seven they missed it, but still, you got to be appreciative that they did the right thing down 14 points. When you're down 14 points, end of the third, beginning of the fourth quarter, somewhere around there, you certainly go for two. Um, actually, through the whole fourth quarter, you go through two because the next time you get the ball, the touchdown wins the game. You're not tying and putting more overtime variance into it. And if you miss it, you still can get it to eight, you know. So that's the numbers behind it. You basically lose less often by going for two there than you would lose by not going for two there down eight points. So keep that in mind. Purdue, they're good. <laughs> you know, I would say that uh, Purdue, even though they're such a tournament choker, they're still extremely dangerous, and they're a team that could win it all. I only have a certain amount of teams that could win it all. I'm, Houston's not one of them. I, Arizona's not one of them. My teams that could win it all are Purdue, Tennessee, believe it or not, Auburn, UConn, North Carolina, Illinois, and probably Baylor but that's it those are my teams that could win it all this year Kansas kind of fell into the could final four ish thing I think Kansas um in Wisconsin and Creighton and Iowa State and Alabama you know Purdue or sorry Purdue Arizona Houston those teams are in the final four maybe could win it all if luck happens to them. But I think 
there's only a certain amount of teams that can win it all. Next, St. Mary's University, the Gales. You know, this team had a tough game having to go to San Francisco, and they beat San Francisco pretty good. Uh, 77 to 60. You know, that was their tough challenge. I believe San Francisco was close to a pick in this game, and they got absolutely destroyed at home. But I will be looking to back San Francisco a little bit later this week against a team that rhymes with bags. Next is the bad. TCU at home. <laughs> and a nice parlay because I thought the Tennessee guy line got a little away from me at five and a half. I was hoping it go down to four and a half. It goes to five and a half and take me out of betting them. Of course, they destroyed Alabama. But uh, TCU, I paired them with because Iowa State at home or away from home is terrible and TCU at home is good. TCU didn't even play until like the last five minutes of the game and they ended up losing by one point. But they're down like double digits the whole game and then decide to really start playing at the end. What the hell is that, TCU? Teasing me. I had a lot of teases this week. And then me not betting against USC when they played Arizona State. What the hell am I thinking? Why am I, I, I made it a point to bet all other teams, at least for the most part, on USC away teams, and I'm missing that. What the hell? Uh, Alabama at Tennessee. That was just bad for Alabama. They looked very susceptible. Tennessee just destroyed them and exposed their bad defense there. Uh, another bad is Brock Purdy's passing. And I should have said put the good on my Packers plus 10 when we covered and they're making it a good game. But it was a lot because special teams on San Fran gave up that huge play. Brock Purdy's just bad passing, putting in Packers in good field position. Uh, but he would hit a couple big plays that he needed, and at the end of the game, he did enough to win. But his passing in general looked like crap. Uh, I mean, I think with a good quarterback, San Fran walks away with that game. Uh, St. John's in their COVID, they've been a little bit limited lately. The coach is out, Patino, with I think it's COVID. It's it's a bad flu or COVID, so they're sick. So that's kind of bad. Maryland's turnover on Sunday. Man, that was bad. I mean, they have a chance to win the game. They're down two. Could have just drove the lane possibly. Um, Michigan State reaches in, takes a chance to reach in like that, but he gets all ball. And then the Michigan State recovers it before it goes out of bounds and wins the game. And I'm sitting here with Maryland plus one and a half. Brutal. Two is a key number in basketball. So is three. And, uh, it, it, I was just sitting there like, I, I, I t- it took a good number at one and a half. It's not like buying was that much of an option. You know, there were mostly ones and pickums, and then it closed, I believe, at pickum. But that was just uh, part of my Sunday that would have been a big Sunday if that would have hit. Instead, it was just slightly profitable. Uh, St. John's already covered that. Lions defense, it's bad. And I even worry now that they have to play San Francisco, an offense that's very good. That's going to be interesting, and that's why this total is so high at 51, even though it's in Santa Clara, where in the past totals have actually gone more under. But that Lions defense just does not look good at all, and it's partially because of injuries, Lean McNeil, a couple other guys. But Lions defense, definitely something to look at before you bet on this next game. And now for the ugly, only a few of them. 
UConn's bad beat. I'm on UConn minus three and a half. It's minus four in a lot of books, but either way, if you had minus four, you could have pushed. They're up by Nova. Nova has like five seconds left, three seconds, something like that. They get the ball, shoot something around the half-court line, goes in. They lose by one instead of four. Just one of those, are you freaking kidding me, beats. So that's how my basketball went. It wasn't too bad. I did win some good bets in basketball, but it was slightly down over the weekend because of a couple of those things. Kansas losing to West Virginia. And I'm talking not just West Virginia. We're talking worst team in the Big 12, West Virginia, Reen ranked 132 on Ken Palm. What the hell, Kansas? Kansas is now turning into that Iowa State-type away situation where they're just terrible away from home. Uh, next is uh, uh, ugly is just Alabama's play and getting blown out. And uh, man, I, 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 I'm kicking myself for not taking the spread either on Tennessee. I gave it out on the podcast. I should have took it either way, but here we are, uh, Alabama exposing themselves. And uh, it was one of my teams trending down. It was one of my uh, sell high teams. So mad at myself on that. And finally, the Buffalo Bills injuries and losing at home. You know, you have all those Bills fans. They just couldn't do anything. And Matt Nagy, you can throw him in the ugly too. The Chiefs have the ball. And they're up three. And what does Matt Nagy do? He he has Mahomes pass for three downs in a row. When the running game was just theirs for the taking. They punted and gave the Bills another chance, but Matt Nagy almost blowing this game like I've seen so many times with the Chicago Bears. Absolutely insane. Man, Matt Nagy, you better figure things out against the Ravens because this team is extremely good and you will be exposed next weekend. There are two kinds of people in the world, my friend. Those with a rope around their neck and the people who have the job of doing the cutting. All right. Now it's time to take a quick first look at these lines for NFL Conference Championship Week. And no surprises, you have the Niners favored by about six and a half to seven points. Totals 51 this would have been bigger if the Niners looked better against the Packers. But they look a little bit iffy to me. It's the NFC Championship game is where they lost last year against the Eagles. Yeah, the Lions have a great offense. I like betting on dogs with a great offense. You know, that's the whole question here. I don't think they stop the uh, 49ers much in this game. Looking at the injury report early for the Lions, uh, they lo- they didn't have Brock Wright, a tight end. Who cares? Jonah Jackson, the guard, um, went out with a knee injury, and it doesn't look good for next week, is what they're saying. So that hurts a little bit. Their offensive line is something they leaned on. The good news is that they have some depth with like Penny Sewell there. Uh, he plays tackle a lot, but. We'll see if they make any adjustments. There's a few other guys. Graham Glass now, um, or Glasgow, is somebody that's played a very long time in the NFL. So they should be okay with one injury. 
And looking at the defense, it's not as bad as I thought. I'll correct myself in saying Aleem McNeil has been healthy and has played too. He's been fine. So it doesn't help the fact that their defense is just bad, though. And San Francisco here is pretty healthy. Now, I am concerned a little bit about the Debo Samuel injury. Um, Additional testing. I mean, if you couldn't come back in that game, how can you come back the very next week? It's, I mean, it happens, but geez, when your shoulder's that bad and you try your butt off in a playoff game to come back, something's something's wrong there. So it's not going to be perfect for next week if he comes back. So right now, to be honest with you, my number, I have a power rating that says, uh, San Fran should be about 5.5 points uh, favored. And from my algorithm, it's 7.5. So here we are sitting at 7. So right now, I'm going to d- dive a little bit deeper into it. But I think the total is maybe slightly too low right now as well. I have 53.62. Um, and it's sitting at a key number of 51. If it goes under 51 which many of these do, and we'll look at the weather coming this week. It's too early to talk about the weather, in my opinion. Um, I, I might take the over in this game. So th- that's one possibility I'm going to do a little bit later this week. But this next game, I did make a play. Kansas City versus Baltimore. Now, Kansas City is just going through you know a lot of playoffs. It's been tough for them because they had – I wouldn't say a tough game against Miami, but certainly a cold one. And then you go to Buffalo and have to rough and tough it out there. Uh, my problem with the Chiefs is you did see their defense got hurt uh, when Naughty went out. And he's going to miss next week too, Derek Naughty, with a torn bicep, I believe, or tricep, one of those. I, I, it, it was significant enough for the Bills to be able to run the ball on them. And now you have the Ravens, the best rushing team in the league, facing Kansas City. I think there's an advantage to the Ravens. And even without the injuries, if you look at the full season, I have Baltimore about a 5.2-point favorite. If you use the whole season, if you use recency, I have Baltimore 4.8. You know, um, total is a little bit lower than the total. This is a situation where I think Kansas City finally runs out of gas. Baltimore headed easy against the Texans. They only played one playoff game. They play at home. They get Kansas City at home. It's going to be an electric atmosphere. You know, uh, it's going to be a lot of defense versus defense and see what Mahomes got. Uh, There's probably going to be a lot of whining coming from Mahomes. You see that every single game lately. It's been annoying. But right now, my power rating has it a little different. Um, It's, well, very little different, 5.75 points. You know, what am I, 5, about 5.2, 4.8 on the algorithm and 5.75 I have Baltimore favorite here. I think there's a, a good opportunity to lay the three. Uh, I like the three. And as long as you're minus 120 or better, that's where I would lay it right now before I get dive any deeper in this game. DraftKings right now has it at minus 120. So there's your play for NFL weekend. Take the Ravens minus the three points. But they are who we thought they were. All right, my friends, make sure you check out the odds breakers for more free plays. We've been crushing it on free plays. Basketball has been amazing. Use the promo code basketball24. You get 100 bucks off any basketball package. That's throughout the whole rest of the season. If you want to win with us, we'd love to have you. Please check us out at theoddsbreakers.com. 
Thank you for all you listeners out there. We really appreciate all of your support. You guys have been the best. The next podcast, as usual, will come out on Friday morning with a wonderful guest talking college basketball, talking NFC and AFC conference championship games. Enjoy the rest of the week and go get some winners.